0: Tell am fans, welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge. I am your host, the sensational one, Shinblade, And once again, I have the vivacious and red MV right beside me.
1: It's red, white, and blue. Today is Memorial Day.
0: Your boots are black.
1: I'm wearing white.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, hey, just because you can't see it, don't mean it. it's not there.
0: Okay, all right. You want to introduce yourself?
1: No. I'm an American patriot. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Mika Villas. Right. Hello. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that we're doing this. It's been it's been a little bit of time.
0: Well, you know, according to, uh, to our personal schedules, we we uh, had a hard time finding to get a date to get together. So it's just basically... Not a
1: date, date, but a time. A time. Just so y'all know.
0: Okay, a time to get together. Time and date. Uh, admit the stay at home uh, Orders in Maryland We were already breaking
1: that That's not a good excuse
0: Huh?
1: We were already breaking that we- Well
0: I mean personally to me It's not really that, that, that big of a stay at home Like New York is and other areas It's just more like You should stay at home That's what it is If not put a mask on when you go out To make sure you don't catch it from anywhere But I am confident enough that Mika is fine more ways than one.
1: Oh, God, I got no snappy comeback for that.
0: Okay, I <laughs> can you snap a comeback for saying that I have confidence that you have good health. I,
1: I, that's why I'm gonna let that one. I'm gonna let that one slide this time. You get a pass.
0: All right. Well, um, as of right now, you know we're we're just uh, hanging out in the shy lounge on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so I just want to give a quick warning that if you hear any popping on this recording, I had to close my window. So if you hear any popping on this recording, that are fireworks going off in Baltimore, Maryland.
1: Unless you hear me saying "get down," that means somebody's shooting.
0: I live in a good neighborhood, so that should be should be none of that you happening. You
1: said Be More. That right there ensues the whole fact that it is a bad neighborhood in general. Sorry.
0: Well the DMV ain't all that either I I, I don't
1: claim the DMV I'm just telling y'all right now I am Again I am in distress In these areas of You people acting a damn fool It doesn't matter where it is I said you people and you know what I mean And if you take offense to the you people Then that means you resemble the remark And I should get my purse Because you're going to steal it later
0: Wow Now what Okay (laughs) I'm just as cautious as DC people. Just I am with Baltimore people. I'm
1: cautious of all you people, but again, let's be honest. Be more is you know not known for its brotherly love and hospitality.
0: Yes, Philadelphia.
1: Neither is that place anymore. So
0: okay, well uh, there were block parties over the over the uh, weekend, which means no social distancing, and they opened up a lot of beaches too.
1: Yeah, about
0: that. And we saw videos just before going live.
1: We saw people on top of people in what I can only describe as people soup in some of these places.
0: I forgot who said this on social media. Uh, I think it was a friend of mine. I thought it was a wrestler or indie worker. And he was like, mm, "Rona stew." Ew! <laughs> it's disgusting, <laughs> but it's true. Uh,
1: like I, I love like going to the beach um, or to a pool, you know, just to kind of relax, catch some rays, Mm -hmm. get your quick dip on, whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. But looking
1: at some of these pictures and seeing in this day and age where we know that there is a a disease that is devastating to the immune system and can strike anybody, no matter age, race, religion, creed, and to see these people on top of each other at these places. Or could be. Um, and to know that they have no regard for not their health or the health of anybody else who they may come in contact with is—it's quite frankly disheartening. And people suck; they really do.
0: Well, pretty much we—I mean, for us who are staying at home too, we all want to go out. We all want to go see a show. We want to go to the beach. We want to go to a bar, what have you. But we just know, and I'm in our good minds that we can't because we're waiting for. Vaccine or a drug that can, oh, okay, I had it last week. I'm good now. Where we can actually go out instead of just dying for it. And I think a lot of people have uh, this thing, uh, I always say extended uh, version of cabin fever, where they just had to break out and just do something or go somewhere. And I understand it, but I'm not going to kill myself just for a day. they to die. Right. Like, not
1: no, like that. No. That's like, no. I, I would rather stay at home. I'd rather encourage everybody to stay at home. I would rather live than to Oh, I got to go to Chili's and get some refills on my nachos or whatever and be dead mm. the next day or whatever, you know.
0: They do curbside though.
1: I'm just saying, you know, you don't get the refills curbside. You can't All just right.
0: pull your car. <laughs> hey, I was just here yeah, the to come. Come. <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> fill it up. Just just but, have a- But imagine if you could. Oh, that'd be great. Just cars in the parking lot playing the music and you just have like like our little social distancing tables oh. or so to say. But anyway, um, I know when I was living in Virginia in Virginia Beach, there was a, a beach called Strawbridge, but it was mostly residential neighborhoods. And um, I remember back in the day, I would get off work and then drive over to Strawbridge and uh, park my car in somebody's, front of somebody's house, pay them money so they wouldn't tow it, and just go out to the beach, mm. go straight to the beach in the back where there's nobody there. So I never like going to the Virginia Beach Strip. So just to have that moment again now at this time, I would love it. Yeah, you that, know. That sounds nice. But anyway, um, we got to get back on the shy lounge. We always doing the COVID thing because it's never going to go away, even though we're all Let's tired not of hearing stick
1: it. That into existence eventually it will go away.
0: We do, but as far as the conversation is concerned. Is not going to go away uh, soon. And um, we're tired of it, but, you know, we got to be real with people. We got we to gotta let it go. even Including that uh, woman that was on the news. I, I, you know, I forgot what she was saying, though, but I just heard blah, 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 blah. I heard her
1: say, I'm not very smart. That's what she said because she said she wasn't worried about. She was saying, I'm not worried about. I'm like, no, you're not very smart. <sighs> Let's not talk about the news because I always pick the most... Insane looking person and person of the least amount of education to speak to because,
0: oh. Anyway, I'm on TV. Oh, son. Oh, I love scary movies. but <laughs> <laughs> run, run. No. Gosh. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm glad that we're laughing. I'm glad we're getting our, uh, getting a little humor because I'm gonna break it down for a bit. Um, I want to dedicate part of this show to uh, two people that have passed away uh, over the from the last episode one was a uh, Japanese wrestling uh, star Hanakamura, who uh, how how can I say this
1: unfortunately she was a victim of bullying. harassment bullying harassment um. She was a a star in wrestling and also in her native country. She was on a reality show and being someone out in the media. um, Unfortunately, there are people. um, She did an
0: infamous act that people didn't like on reality shows, which I would call reality show heat because... Almost in every reality show, is always that person that you dislike. They get the attitude where you hate them as far as characterization. And social media took it way too far with the death threats or the Telling pushing. That she should, you
1: know, not be here, that she should kill herself. And unfortunately, um, you know, this young girl, 22. 22 years old, um... And not even the prime of her career, just basically at the start of her, her adult life. Uh, unfortunately, um, it's only with us. She she succumbed to um, demons and pressures of, of, of fame.
0: Well, also, um, not to mention, she was featured at Wrestle Kingdom, I think, this year. Uh, it was like a first ever women's match. So she was on her way up. Uh, not only that, but stardom was bought out by Russ. Uh, by new japan's uh parent company uh bushiro so she had a very very bright future uh apart from the reality show and the harassment she was going to be like one of the top females of the world and we could have saw her in the states as well but uh the one thing about cyberbullying and harassment is just plain wrong um there are things that we can say on Social media and some people can take it a certain way, and there's people that will take it the other way. I mean, it gets to the point where words hurt um, some people more than others. Some people take it more literally. Words hurt than others. no
1: matter what. I mean, even the strongest person can get knocked for a loop if the words are <clears throat> if the words are harsh. Um, so it's it's up to us people if you consider yourself decent if you consider yourself a a a functioning member of the human society to make sure that you choose your words carefully don't attack people yes people suck I say that and I say that with conviction because I watch I listen and I see people say the most asinine insane mean hearted spirited nastiest things to people on social media
0: and some of those have no build whatsoever it's just like it's a great day everyone you have a nice day stay blessed and it's like you effing die you such and such i'm like where did that come from that had no build it was no conversation to even have those words even if
1: there was a build even if there was something there it's still the fact that you know what you're we're all people we're all humans and you should want at the end of the day for everybody to continue to be human because with anybody like if you hate them there's always a a possibility of change or something to that effect you know it's just people Mm -hmm. people just have no regard for other people and it's it's a shame it's because You know, again, I say it's lack of proper training at home. It's lack of discipline. People just do not understand. There are things that you say and things that you don't say. You don't tell someone. You don't bully them. You don't tell them to kill themselves. You don't tell anybody that you wish they weren't in existence, that that you wish harm on them or their family, their friends, or anything like that. It's not just rude. It's just nasty. And I don't know, different generations... Um, before us, they didn't say that to each other. Yes, I know they didn't have social media. But again, you treat social media like the person is somewhere within your you know, radius, not somewhere way across the seas or way across the country. We, we treat social media as the world is being smaller. You would never tell somebody in your world uh, a couple generations back the things that we say now on social media to one another. So... That's just horrible.
0: Well, a lot of times with social media, I always put myself in the position of the way it, I mean, far and away, the way I talk to you on social media is the same way I talk to you in your face. And the You're way I talk generation. to you in your face is the way I talk to you on social media. So I would not come to you and say kind words and you know soft words to you, then turn back. And you post something on social media and I come up with the harshest, most nastiest things to ever say because it's not in my nature. And it shouldn't be in anybody's nature to say that, you know, there are many times within us uh, media or even workers, wrestlers, entertainers, that somebody will say the nastiest things to you on social media. But once you are in the presence and physical presence of that person, they walk up to you like as if nothing has happened. True. And I find that one of the greatest hypocritical things that anybody can ever do in life, and that, and it has happened to me, where I'm talking to somebody on social media, and they say, like, curse words, and are you out of your mind, such, such, such. And, you know, I look at it like, dude, where's it all coming from? And I'll just log out, and I'll go to a show or something, that person's there's like, hey, Shannon, how you doing? I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. The way you talk to me on social media? No. Work or no work. And that that's the thing about it, because, you know, the thing about social media also, and I, I don't want to get too into this because I feel like a broken record, is that people want to make themselves bigger than what they actually are. Very few people can actually do that, but not everybody can do that. It's like you wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, I don't feel too good. Maybe I should make myself better. This is all mindset. Make myself better, and like somebody like Natty Nightheart, or um, or any other person that's working as a bad guy in wrestling, they'll post something positive in the morning, and next you know, he's like, "You effing die! You suck!" Such and such. Oh man, I feel better. And I just don't find that to be anything uh, positive or conducive to anything.
1: People, I, I think for the most part, bullies and people who partake of just being mean and nasty for no general reason they're jealous they're jealous of something um that that person that they're bullying has or what they perceive them to have or something that affects so like I, i think that if you feel the need to be a nasty human being if you are bullying somebody that there's something within you that you need to correct that you need to look inside yourself and figure out what it is that you're lacking. If you are a person who is being bullied someone who has people, um, saying negative things about you and you feel, you, you feel that you're at a point where, you know, uh, you're at your wits end, you're at a loss. understand that there are people out there that you can talk to. Um, there, there are people who value you and care about you and want you to continue to be here among us all. So, um, there are tons of numbers, tons of websites. Please, I'm not going to say reach out to a friend or what have you. I mean, if you really, I'd like to, you, you can, but some people don't want to. Some people don't feel comfortable. Some people feel that they're a burden. You're not a burden. But there are people out there who will definitely talk to you. There are professionals as well um, as your family and friends. And hell, there are some strangers out there who will... I, I I've,
0: Especially if they can relate.
1: I've talked to people, um, and I don't want to put anybody's business out there no, or whatever. I never do but I, I've talked to people who I know for a fact now that they were at the edge of something you know that could have been catastrophic for them, that they weren't in a good mind space and they wanted they wanted to you know make it stop and make it stop the wrong way um so again and these were some of them were not people that i know have been in the same room with you know um so reach out to to somebody be a professional be a family a friend be a, a good stranger and you know that they're out there because um, you know we we care yeah um
0: yeah. It, I mean, it can be far and away again, you know, with the help of, of a downtrodden soul. So, for for me, um, and I'll say this, I'll say this since it's my show and it's personal. There have been times where I felt like so down, I felt like I was underneath the dirt, uh, sort to, to say a phrase. And I just thought about it as like, what look at where I am, and then I look at some other people in social media that want to bury other people just because they feel like they get kicks off of it. And I, and some of these people, I'm just like, I'm doing better than these people. I'm waking up feeling okay. My life is there. Um, you know, not being Shinblade, I've been to so I've been to so many places. I met so many people and Mika's one of them. Uh just connecting and networking. And I'm just I'm just here. And i and I'm blessed every day that I get to do this, and I get to go out and I get to go on trips and people say, hey, Shindley, do shy hands and everything of that nature. It's such a very simple joy of seeing that. And if I don't get that, you know, it's fine because I know there's other people in other places that do get it. Um, so I I wish I was a friend, a close friend of Han. I wish I was a close friend of people that I know that can with. There was another one a year ago, Eric Chappell, uh, Maryland wrestler who committed suicide, and um, he was a cool guy. You know, everybody loved him, was around him, and and honestly, everybody could have stopped him on the drop of a hat Um, if if they knew when and where he was going to do it because he was that love. So uh, as a youth, you know, I was was, uh, ignorant to a certain extent, saying, like, if you got people that love you, you don't need to do it. And, and, and it's actually true, but, you know, it's just mental mindset and capacity that one has on themselves. Nobody knows but that person themselves. And um, that, that's just that's just how it goes. So, you know, reaching out to, sometimes reaching out to strangers is better than reaching out to a friend. And I find it weird, but you never know from that next person. You know, that person could be the total opposite of you. But if you've been through the same situation, it will open up your eyes. Right. So that's why when people were coming out and talking about suicide, you know, it's a a, yeah, it's a taboo subject because it has this and it has that. And you look like an ass when you tell the when you tell one side of the truth in public. Aside from. Uh, you know, the the well wish they were loved, and it's so sad. So, you know, that's why I I said this earlier today to another uh, person on social media. It's a taboo subject that shouldn't be spoken of. And honestly, I didn't want to get into this, but a former WWE personality got into this Japanese woman's death and made it about herself. And that was none other than Tamara Sitch, a.k.a. Sonny. I know I,
1: I, So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna Try here No go ahead I'm gonna try to play Devil's advocate here A little bit And it's tough Because This is something We're talking about here And, and Sunny um, days uh, Unfortunately um, It was not uh, Unfortunately This is another person Who I I, I, I believe Needs help Um because while she may not profess to have any um, syndices that want to kill herself, her actions speak differently as far as her life choices have gone. Especially within, I know for a fact, the last few years. This is a woman who um, is in the WWE Hall of Fame for her contributions to the wrestling business. She but, was? Isn't she? I think she is. Oh, uh, got a fact check uh, that one. Yeah. I, All right. I, anyway, um, but her actions act, and uh, her her actions and her her lifestyle reminds me of someone who basically is self destructive. While she may not want to hurt herself, she is hurting herself. From her actions, from just drugs, alcohol, the alleged sex—I guess it's not alleged because she'll tell you all about it. Um, but oh man! Um, but just her, her lifestyle choices are a cry for help in itself. That is destructive behavior. Where?
0: Oh, she was. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sunny's in the hall of fame. Um, yeah. Wow. But here, here's the, here's the real. I guess. I don't want to say ghetto, but here's the real urban version of what this. Sunny is that crackhead-ass auntie who back in the day used to be fine, but she started doing rocks and blows and blowing blowjobs and stuff for drug dealers, and now she all strung out. But she thinks she got an opinion because she thinks she did something. Where back in the day she did do something, but right now all she doing is sucking dick for nothing.
0: And uh, selling skin on OnlyFans too.
1: That's sucking dick for nothing. So wow. again, I, I try I tried to keep it clean and Ooh, I'm sorry. That was ghetto.
0: That wasn't Urban, I'm that sorry. was ghetto. I'm sorry. Let's just put it out I that tried. way. That was ghetto.
1: I tried, but see the thing is, here's somebody who could be a voice to help, but she, she's hurting herself.
0: She could have been bought back many times by WWE for women's wrestling, I mean, but
1: she but she again is so caught up in her own devices. And that's why she's making it about her. What she's doing is crying for help, but not really. Because she's not saying she wants help. She's just bringing attention to herself.
0: Not with those, because, uh, not, not with those inflated numbers on OnlyFans.
1: Yeah, but her, her situation is literally and truly. If I, I always say that for troubled people like a Sunny, like a China, um, again. Rest in peace, Chyna. Yeah. People with these addictions, especially women... I wish that I could have been in a position to like life coach them. Or at least to have somebody there who with a clear mind, a clear conscience and their best interest at heart could help try to steer them away from destructive behaviors. Sunny's in a destructive behavior. She's gonna make it about her because she's trying to destroy herself. And her words, while they are distasteful, are just from my personal opinion, a cry for help this woman needs help just like Hana needed help. And, you know, it's too late for Hana. It's too late for people who've taken that route. And it's too late for Sunny in a a sense because she's not receptive at this point.
0: Yeah, the damage control ain't gonna help.
1: It's not so much damage control. It's, I really wish the best for her. I really wish that somehow a mirror or something could be reflected up so she can see what she's doing and stop it she doesn't realize
0: well um i have been with i have been with Sonny. wow uh, a gotta, gotta, no gotta. You no you gotta
1: be careful of the words you say and how you phrase them i know that for a fact go ahead try again
0: okay i have been in the same room with Sonny. there
1: you go see how much different that sounded
0: very funny I have been in the same room with Sonny. I was about
1: to just move away from you because that's cooties.
0: No, 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 no.
1: I'm not even her type.
0: (laughs) You know, by the way that her social media posts are, I'm not her type. So, um. See,
1: I'm about to talk crap about
0: her. You might be talking about Missy Hyatt. But. But the, uh, the thing about Sonny, or should I say Tamara Sitch is, yeah, she's a crap. Tamara Sitch. Um. She need, she is a cry for help in, in general. She could have been bought back many times to many conventions, many Hall of Fames. I mean, not many Hall of Fames, uh, to WWE a couple of times if it wasn't for no-shows and, and drugs and everything. And shout-out to my man, Vinny De Guido, who just talks down to her every chance he gets on the microphone from Long Island. Good friend of mine, he does the George Carlin bit on her where he says every... Curse word in the book on her. I have a. It's an interview I had like three That's years ago. Bullying. Now. Um, not really, cause she ain't listen to it. Um, but but really, the internet wrestling community got on her. Uh, some of the workers got on her, and it's just it's just attention seeking and crying for help. But like I said, if you need somebody, if you need some help, and you having those thoughts, go seek out somebody. I. Can't say for everybody, and I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not a pillar uh, when it comes to this subject. Don't drop it. When uh, a pillar when it comes to the subject, though, but do reach out to your friends and if your friends and family, close ones, and if they're not receptive, that's when you go to a stranger, and you just know who the, your real people are in life. Oh my goodness, we we go in on this subject yeah, for we real. Did. Um, but I like it though, because I want to, I I want to lay it out there because not a lot of wrestling podcasts or entertainment podcasts do that. It's always two minutes and we just let it go. And that's the part where I like doing my show where we can just, uh, lay stuff out there on the table. And I love that Mika, she can lay her side of things, let alone a feminine aspect of subjects as well. Um, but honestly, this one was a major loss for me as well as a lot of people in the community, which is this can be uplifting, but it's still down. Which was the uh, death of former WWE star, father, husband, and a, an a all-around great guy, Shadow Gaspard. Um, everybody knows this, but for those who don't know, uh, Shad took his family and friends to the beach and his son and they were out in the water and the weight, the, uh, the tide became stronger. Uh, lifeguards came out to try to save them, him. And he said, no, save my son first. And when they turned around, he was gone. The Rip current took him out. Um, I woke up to this news. I was I was hoping that he's washed up somewhere unconscious, still living, still breathing. Um, but it turns out it took about a day or two later. And he washed up on the shore where he um, it w- he was pronounced dead. But I think that was like a while ago. You know, being washed up on shore before then. Um, it hit us so it, it hit me at a very special hard place because even though Shad was not like my best friend, how like some people say in the community. He was a great guy, um, very nice guy, was a sweet teddy bear. Um, I last hung out with him at Russell WrestleCade uh, 2019, and I put the story on my personal Facebook, but I have yet to do it on my Instagram. I know I'm going to be a late bloomer for that. But Mika, do you have anything about Shad? I I mean, there's
1: there's a lot of, uh, of people telling a lot of stories about this man. And here's the... The underlying thing and thread that connects them, not just that the stories are all about him, it is about how good a, a person he he was. Um, not that just he was a family man and he cared about his family, which of course he did. And he
0: stopped an armed robbery years ago.
1: Now I was gonna get there. Yes, oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. But you know, um, here here is a a person who. Um, by all rights and means, if you went on appearances, you would not think that he was as kind, gentle, and good-natured as he was. Um, the fact that his greatest joy, um, is told by people who know him best, was his family. And that his his final act, in all of his acts, especially when he was in situations that were dangerous was family first to, to make sure that um, the, the lifeguards who came out to try to rescue um, that they saved his son. Um, years ago he was at a convenience store grad station, what have you. There was an armed robbery going on. The person had a gun. Um, turned out to be a BB gun, but he did <clears throat> not know this at the time. <clears throat> but the person had a gun and his thought was I just want to make sure that everybody myself included make it back home to our families um and he talked this person you know down from the robbery um No he I think
0: he restrained them. He
1: restrained them but he was able to talk to them to restrain them
0: Okay
1: It wasn't just like he used brute strength to overpower them He talked to them first and then grabbed them Okay um and like if you, you can go online now and pull up and see him standing alongside MVP watching Kofi Kingston win the WWE yep. Championship, um, to see the pride and the emotion there. Um, just, uh, just a, a great, great human. And that's we, we went from talking about negative humans, um, <laughs> to someone who was a truly. the the definition of a great human um, and and someone who just was so full of joy and brought joy and a feeling, I think a feeling of friendship. Like we we talked before we started recording about how your interaction with him was. I've had not as close interactions, but even last year watching him um, watching him and his tag team partner yell across the room um, at a, a convention against Big Swole. Um, oh, yeah, and, I remember that. Uh, Diamante and a bunch of um, wrestling girls. They, they did a pose off of me just out of the blue. Um, knowing. And Faye Jackson, I think. Yeah, it's going going to Faye. <laughs> knowing that um, we would have seen them April this April. Here if you know uh, our lives hadn't changed due to coronavirus, at WrestleMania weekend at Faye Jackson, um, Grace Whip Pants Battle Royal, Faye will has shared her story, but you know she was like one of the people to say, hey, I, I didn't know him that that good, and just proposing that he did it, the 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 Battle Royal, he and JTG cut uh, a promo like oh, they were, they were. He was so gung-ho and wanting to help out everybody and to have a good fun and to be, you know, in this wrestling business was a a great joy. You could see it in his actions. You could see it in his face. You could watch conversations and what have you and listen to everybody tell these stories and to see people who've come um, to pay their respects. At the memorial at the Venice Beach there, there was a host of wrestlers and fans, I think. 500. Uh, yeah, the number was like 500 plus people who showed up. Um, that's just a small amount of people um, who were able to come there. <laughs> and, and amidst the coronavirus, you
0: know, and, 500 people. And honestly, uh, amidst all the social distancing and everything that, that we're supposed to be doing, That would be one of the few events that I would actually break for that because, again, Shad was very influential from the start of his wrestling career to now. Being in entertainment, wrestling, um, I wasn't a fan of Crime Time when they first started, went to vignettes, but they won me over completely. And I will be honest with you saying that. And if they didn't win me over then, They would have won me over now by meeting with them. Um, I didn't even know that Shad was the motion capture for uh, Kratos in God God of War War. games. Uh, He did so much. He was in Get Hard, the uh, Kevin Hart movie. Um, Think Like a Man 2, which I have to rewatch because uh, that movie was a blur to me. It was a money grab movie for me. Um, Because, honestly, Think Like a Man should have stood alone. Um, He was in the Birds of Prey movie, the Harley Quinn movie that was just released, doing stunt work, even though that movie was bad. Um, But again, he was an all-around great guy, and my heart broke the way that he left. Because to me personally, and take it how you want it, he, he went merely almost the same way that Kobe Bryant went. But the only difference is his son lived through it. The last act of his life was protecting his child. And that was a common denominator. And that's what hits different. I'm not a father. I am an uncle. And I think about my niece. And I would do almost anything for her. And for him to do something like that makes people like myself and and actual fathers step up as far as being good people.
1: Yeah. That's the the thing. You, you don't even have to be a parent to have that that emotional register with this. Um, to, to know that your parent loved you so much that they were literally willing to put you first in a life or death situation. Um, to be a parent, to, to understand that at any given moment, you literally willing to give your life for your child. Um, you could imagine both ends of the spectrum. Being the parent, being the child. Um, this is a 10-year-old boy who, who has lost... Uh-huh. Who has lost his father in the most horrific way and, and being one of the last people to see him alive. Um, to, to be, you know, literally um his legacy um in, in every sense of the word his this child's life is his father's legacy is his father's great gift to him like his greatest gift so while our our you know our hearts our minds our thoughts our prayers go out to this family during that time I know that there are <laughs> I know that jtg MVP and and a few others have have vowed to make sure that this, this this boy grows into a man and someone uh, his father son and ever since the word and that's that's community that's great that is mm-hmm. that is us stepping up that is talking about a village raising a child and that's I think some of the values that we need to go back to to help alleviate some of the evil in this world where people are just going
0: to beaches <laughs> people are just losing yeah, themselves, themselves. And, and, oh. and, and
1: you know and losing themselves in their actions and their words and this I think should hopefully give people some hope some semblance of good that they can model themselves on and try to go forward from there
0: um yeah and also uh, to add to it if you don't know also there are there's a goFundMe uh dedicated to his family that somebody had put up. Also, there's a shirt from Collar and Elbow. I actually bought the shirt. And there's a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees, that, uh, shirts that are dedicated to the family. So, hopefully, um, well, I'm not going to say hopefully, but there are have been some uh, some rumbling, some talking around that the Collar and Elbow shirts have been going up as far as sales, as far as that is concerned. The
1: GoFundMe has reached its goal. It is over its goal yes. at this point. Um, T shirt sales. Uh, I know I've just seen some comments, various people just um, have purchased a shirt um, that, you know, means uh, I'm sure a lot. Um,
0: also, there were some donations in that GoFundMe that was extraordinary. One was Tony Khan, who reached out. And uh, for those who don't know, Shad never worked for AEW, so that's, that was impactful. Um, and then another one was from a stable member, John Cena.
1: It is not confirmed that it was John Cena. It is rumored that it was John Cena. Um, that there was a substantial amount that was under CTC. Um,
0: he put on his Instagram also.
1: But again, John Cena trolls the world. Okay. Uh, that's, that's not a good subject to troll. I, I mean, but it, it's, it's not. It, it's a good thing. You know, yeah. it, it probably was. He's not saying it was. He's not saying it wasn't. He put on his Instagram. You can make your assumptions from there. But let's be honest. You know, um, John Cena, I don't want to say he can afford it, but John Cena's a good human. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether he did donate or he didn't, he's still a good human. And I'm sure he would reach out in his own way not just by an anonymous donation and
0: this tops the uh the situation he did about two weeks ago or so where he appeared with a uh, bigger wish child amidst COVID-19 I don't
1: know if it tops it but it makes it
0: no it tops it because that was weeks ago that he did so this is added on to another one but, Nothing uh,
1: tops his goodness. He's just a good
0: human. Well, I didn't say tops, period, but I'm talking about the, the string that's going on. Like, the popularity for John Cena is going back up, you know, as far as toxic wrestling fans. Um. So, um, in, you know, to say that Shad, he would barely be missed. I think, personally, to me, this was going to hit me a bit further than usual wrestling deaths. Because of the interactions that we had, um, you know, I was with him at K backstage at the Super Show working for Ethan Page. Um, I'm not going to get all the details into it, but he showed me the table read of his uh, wrestling show that he was trying to put out, which is on YouTube. And hopefully I can put that uh, link out there if people haven't seen it. Um, also, DJ Dells, you know, he chronicled he was working for Crime Time as far as their YouTube content was concerned. Um, there's a funny segment with Crime Time and the Gymnasty Boys and the Dawsons, uh, backstage at WrestleCade. So, it it basically was the whole weekend of those three tag teams. And, um, that's something I can never forget. And I'm going to tell you something funny, Mika. The shout-out video that DJ Dells did at the end of his run. Mm -hmm. I was on the behind that camera, and you know they were just doing their thing. And Dels was just like, "Yo, Shane, you should be in there." And I'm just like, "Nah, man, I ain't nobody. I ain't doing it." But then again, James Ellsworth was in it, so I'm like, "Yeah, I can be in this video." Shit. But I, I didn't do it. So um, rest in peace, Shad. Uh, I will miss you dearly, as far as being an associate, um, and you know a lot of people will. I can't say much for it. Um, there was some negative people I would admit on social media saying I didn't care for crime time but rest in peace which they can uh, go uh, kick rocks with flip flops on because that's not something you should say uh, on social media again with words I didn't care for my, much for that person but uh, RIP that's not your comment period
1: again this is the lack of I wouldn't even have acknowledged it like, like you, you've we've given
0: enough time to them that's it yeah so um, going into it I do have a subject I, I was going to cut this uh, a bit short but I do have a subject that you know we're talking about uh, black people uh, quote unquote African Americans if you want to say that um, but it was something interesting that I did talk with you off, off mic and that, off, air. off air excuse me gaff um, the recent, the recent rumblings between Leo Rush versus Mark Henry, and I wish this was a wrestling match, but it's not. It's a thing called Twitter. <sighs>
1: Even if it's a, it's like a match because I'm pretty sure it's predetermined.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, over time, uh, as people know that Leo Rush was released by uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. Uh, amidst the Black uh, Wednesday uh, uh, releases, which was said to a number of people, including myself, especially um, the way that he was going about the cruiserweight round robin tournament, which I did like, and all of a sudden, I don't know how to start. I don't have the full information in front of me, but Leo Rush called out Mark Henry for holding it down Black wrestlers in WWE. And it got to the point where they had a back and forth and Mark Henry considered pressing charges against Leo Rush and Leo Rush considered getting his people to counter it. Then Mark Henry came out and said, Leo called his number, which was the number to the busted open show with Dave LaGreca, which could have been like a worked uh, shoot or work promo to call the show. Leo said that the phone number didn't work let alone if he called yay or nay whatever we don't know and it got to the point where um, people on social media mostly backed Mark Henry on the whole ordeal
1: Leo Rush is a very smart individual in my book people are going to back Mark Henry because Mark Henry is an established WWE superstar who has been in the company and the program for over double digits years now. Leo Rush was in the WWE for a cup of coffee. He was on the main roster in on Raw for probably equivalent to maybe six months to a year. And people don't and did not know him.
0: He was Bobby Lashley's manager and that was it.
1: Right. He was the little gremlin on Mark Henry oh, I mean, goodness. excuse me, on um Lashley's shoulder. He was Lashley's voice because Lashley, like Brock Lesnar, has the voice of a three year old girl. Anyway. Wow. I said it. I did.
0: All right, this one I'm gonna scoot on over. <laughs> I know I know Bobby Lashley don't hit women, but that's when I scoot on over just from the heat, period. And Bobby Lashley is a nice guy. I I met him I'm when not he was saying t- he's not nice.
1: I'm just saying that I have more bass in my voice than he does. I
0: just, he just he just honestly for a crack at Bobby Lashley, he looks like little Nikki from The Fresh Prince, all grown up.
1: With that same size head. <laughs> anyway, Bobby Lashley's
0: gonna kick my behind. <laughs>
1: hey hey.
0: He's a wrestler hey. and an MMA fighter.
1: I mean, again, I'm I'm not saying anything about his personality. I'm just saying
0: we but, love Bobby Lashley, though. But you know that Hollywood whole Francais. that 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 uh, whole Lana Russo storyline had you to go. Love,
1: that's your favorite storyline. No,
0: right? I don't. That was horrible. Century. That was terrible.
1: But Leo, Leo is a worker. That was the
0: him. Tiger King of WWE storylines. Oh,
1: God dang it! Ugh, back to the, okay. the story. Leo Rush, for those who do not know, is a worker. He is a smart worker. He is a indie worker to his core. He has learned the tricks and the trades of how to market yourself. And being that he is a man of smaller stature, um, hell, some of the women are bigger than him. Wow. I'm again, I'm calling it like it is. I'm not trying to I'm not I okay, let me let me just people are like, "Oh, Mika is shooting." I'm not, y'all. Mika I'm, has a gun. I do not have a gun. I'm being honest. I've seen Leo Rush in person. I know his size. I've seen him stand next to current divas and knockouts and other women in the industry. They're bigger than him. Not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm saying that he knows his strengths, which is putting himself out there, marking himself and being appearing larger than life. He knows his weaknesses. Leo marketed himself on the independence into a WWE contract. Now that he is out of a contract, he's going to continue to market himself. How does he do that? He goes after the biggest dog in the room that he can. He can't go after a Roman Reigns. Roman okay. is not going to play with him.
0: I'm about to say the big dog.
1: Roman is not going to play with him. Roman quite frankly. Roman's living his best life at home. Quite frankly, Roman doesn't have the the wit to spar with Leo. Booker T would be a good person to go after. Oh, God, no. But, Booker keeps it too real.
0: Booker would be coming for him. You know how Booker Booker grew up? Booker
1: keeps it too real. Mark Henry has the verbal acumen. Mark Henry wants to represent, so to speak. The black? But he, yeah. I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. But he's also not going to go after Leo other than, I'm going to call my lawyer. Where Booker T was like, knuckle up. You see what I'm saying? Leo knows. I'm just glad it wasn't Stevie
0: Ray if he was in there. <laughs> but Leo
1: knows who he could go after, how much he can say and get away with, and it's generating buzz. People are backing back. Excuse me, Bart. Markie? Back in the Mac. Back in the Mac. The Mac. <laughs> shout out, shout, hey! Shout
0: out to Rodney Mac. That's my dude, though. Him and Jazz.
1: But people are backing Mark Henry because they know who he is. But now they also know who Leo Rush is. And knowing who he is is part of what he wants people to do. I thought
0: you was gonna say knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, the
1: the man's smart.
0: But yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not feeding into it as far as like, oh, what did Leo Rush say? What, what I never fed into that, but my thing personally is that if it wasn't marketing, I would think that Leo needs help. And Leo you know, got I'm,
1: in trouble when he was with the WWE.
0: Well, he had that uh, that uh, Tenio Dashwood tweet, and everybody got on his ass quick. Right. But um, not to put it out there, even though I'm a small guy, but Leo reached out to me um, about a couple weeks ago, and I and I actually told him that once this pandemic and the stay at home orders subsides, or if he's in the uh, Maryland area with his family, I will come down and interview him and kind of straight shoot on it. And hopefully he will too, but I think he will work me. Is he a wrestler? He has wrestling tendencies now.
1: Oh, no, no, it's a yes or no question. Is he a wrestler?
0: No. Dance? He's doing music.
1: I'm sorry. Was he a wrestler? Yes. Then he's going to work you. Thank you. That's what I meant. Thank you. But uh, of course he he's ca- going to
0: work it. Ooh. He came out. He came out on social media, and I found it funny though. I found this. Was funny that people picked up and ran with it because uh, Dirt Sheets picked it up. He posted that he may never wrestle again, and I, I just never that
1: Dirt Sheets picked up on it. Of course, they're going to pick up on
0: that because I was thinking about I was thinking in my in my mental aspect instead of thinking outwardly, yeah. because Leo has the talent, and you've seen it all around the world and wherever he goes, and he knows that WWE is not the end-all, be-all. Unless he treats as the end-all, be-all. But he has the talent where those people who automatically shift, release workers to AEW, he could be one of them. I don't believe he's in the top 10 of the recent releases to go to AEW, but he can work himself to go to AEW. Mm -hmm. And honestly... And honestly, I think Leo still has more days of wrestling, but he's concentrating on the music that he's putting out right now. So I believe more than anything, it's a hiatus.
1: It's smart. I mean, Leo's a young man, but he's also a young man who's been doing this for years and years and years. And wrestling, as we've said before, we said off air, we said on air, wrestling takes a toll on a body. Mm -hmm. Um, The repeated movements um, the, the bumps, if you will, the, the being thrown around onto these plywood boards, into these steel cables, this stuff hurts. Uh-huh. And if you have another way of being creative, which uh, some of them do, Leo is music. For him, that's his outlet. Jericho has the same outlet, music.
0: Jericho has many things.
1: But I'm just saying, Fozzie is one of the things that has been consistent throughout his career. Now for um,
0: wrestling tees. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, music has been a, a great outlet. And why would he not pursue it? Why would he not translate some of the wrestling notoriety that he has into his music? Because let's be honest, I'll, I'll be I'll be will I'll be I'll be straight with everybody. John Cena did a rap album.
0: I actually thought it was good.
1: I purchased it because... I did too. It was John Cena, a wrestler that I knew and I liked doing something outside of wrestling. Leo, again, I will say it again, is a smart man. In this day and age, if John Cena released a record or album or whatever you call it, it would be in the Billboard Top 100, probably in the Somewhere. Top 10. Be I wouldn't say number one. It's because of... twenty thirty. I'd say 10 because of his wrestling notoriety because of John Cena being a good human and make a wish and all that whatever people would buy it because so Leo knowing the day and age we live in because he's very social on his media on Instagram going on Instagram live taking any fan on and giving them their own five seconds of fame as they talk to him or whatever leo understands the beast he understands social media he understands marketing he understands promoting and he is his own biggest promoter Vince mcmahon himself could not promote leo rush the way leo rush can promote leo rush
0: that's very most that's most important in entertainment is to promote yourself and do it the right way because nobody can promote you like you and some people just sit back and let the wrestling posters promote them Some people are cracking their heads on the drawing board to see what materials they can put out. And I applaud those people. Uh, So, you know, being multifaceted will get you a long way. Like Dolph Ziggler does comedy and then he's a wrestler. Then he's also a a part-time agent uh, backstage where he's transitioning to. Part-time
1: boyfriend. What up, Dolph? Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't even start if, you.
0: If, if you can say that, then I can point out a few women backstage. Out that could be a future girlfriend. One is uh, Tamina. You can have her. Uh, which she is very hilarious on Instagram. Yeah, you can have her. Uh, Nia Jax. You can have her too. Um. Well, not really. I th- is she single?
1: Who cares? I don't
0: know. Okay. Um. But in, but again, a man can only dream. So call me Dove. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I see you more as an Andrade person if he wasn't engaged.
1: One, I wouldn't care. It's whatever. Or Umberto
0: Carrillo if he wasn't married. Yeah, no.
1: No. Oh, okay. First of all, no and uh uh-uh. Secondly, Dolph Ziggler. He's funny, and the man wears the craziest, coolest stuff. Talking about him from Hollywood, Florida, which I know Hollywood, Florida, and... Do we not remember the Ziggle wiggle when he used to come out and shake his little butt? Like, hello, how you doing?
0: Wow. You know, R-Truth did the same thing, right?
1: Who?
0: R-Truth, when he dressed up in Ziggler gear.
1: Oh, when they did the the thing together.
0: black Ziggler.
1: Yes, that was hilarious. But again, Dolph, Dolph did it first. I mean, Dolph is nothing but Shawn Michaels, like 2.0, but.
0: Oh, no, Dolph is Dolph.
1: No, I mean as far as the the wiggling goes and the gyrating for the girls, that's Sean. Whatever
0: happened to Sean Michaels?
1: He got bald and old.
0: No, I'm saying like <laughs> I'm, he,
1: I'm, I'm, the Heartbreak Kid no. is the old. No, heartbreaking old man. No, it's
0: like when he first started doing it uh, on the on the uh, way to the ring, he was smooth with it. He could he could make the ladies. Now he's not, old. But now when he does it, it's like all cheesy he needs and dad like.
1: Replacement or something like like know. dad surgery because he's he's old. He's an old man. He's an old dad now. His kids are probably well.
0: Yeah, Cameron got to be twenty.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he got to
0: be twenty by now.
1: Yeah, his kids are. Grown, so his kid should be doing that now, and you don't want your old man, dad, to be on worldwide TV shaking his butt. Dad, sit down already.
0: Well, Triple H, got, well, Triple H can do what he can do because he don't, you, he don't you really don't really
1: do see Triple H gyrating.
0: No, he doesn't do that. He just does the game and uh, raspy voice and everything. I mean, that's what he's done forever. Triple H
1: back in the day was. We, we, we're digressing, but. When the yeah, game. They Triple H, Triple H wouldn't do anything but, hey, hey, girl, lift your shirt up. Triple H was that man. He wouldn't do nothing but, like, sit there, like, hey, lift your shirt up. Okay, cool. boobs. Hey, that was
0: him. Hey, Mika, lift your shirt up. You're not Triple H. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. I tried, but, you know, nobody can see that anyway, even if I asked, even if she did. so.
1: And I'm wearing another shirt under my shirt, so, you know. Okay, sure.
0: Shirt. Sure. Um... Damn, we've been going so long. I was supposed to put some music on this when I do the next episode, um, but now, but now transitioning from uh, bullying to feuding mm-hmm. on social media to now, uh, i trying to figure out how to segue this more so to more social media on what I caught, and this is a CZW versus the world or versus female wrestlers. Now. Again, I was I was I was caught I was struck by this because I saw a video about Lafisto saying women wrestlers are not porno porno stars and I looked into it I thought she was doing a promo and she did a real life shoot on CZW and DJ Hyde because CZW had a female company called WSU uh, Women Superstars Uncensored. i never been to a show. I wanted to go to a WSU show. Shout out to uh, Ruthless Lala, what that lariat do. Um, so with CZW, they put, their, they put their shows out on high spots, which I would catch. But also, they have put out shows on their DVDs to a third-party company. I can't say what the name was. But the names of the female wrestling compilation DVDs or whatever have you, were some of the most sleazy, obscure names, and they were so different from WSU, it sparked a rage within female wrestlers who worked there, who wanted to work there, and who wasn't even going to work there. So so Lefisto put out a video saying that, and it was followed by Jordan Grace, it was followed by um, Kimberly, it was followed by Kim, Princess Palmstrike, and... Uh, I got to give a shout out to her because she just got married uh, a couple days ago to Zach Wentz.
1: That's right.
0: And uh, she was beautiful in that dress. And I sent her a DM, but she didn't get an answer back. You know, she just liked my congratulations tweet. And that was it. So you can do what you do. But that's why I'm small. Uh, But anyway, pause. But anyway, um, it was the sleaziest names. I don't know if you caught some of these names. Uh, of these re-releases of the women's wrestling but it was like something of a nature that you could buy softcore porn
1: that's what the um, so you, you gave a a lot of the background and it's a little bit tainted so I'm gonna clean it up a little bit um, CZW sold the rights and um, some of their matches to a third party um, a third-party marketing site or what have you um, and part of the sale um, was the right for the company to market and promote any way they saw fit um, what they did was they took some of the matches and rebranded them re-released them and some of the ad copy or some of the things that you know if you would click or search for um, in titles and words were, as far as the girls matches, CZW Girls, All Assets Revealed. CZW oh, gosh. Top heavy and tough. Um, these are things that... Uh, in the porn world, softcore porn, XYZ, like that, that's something that is... That's the norm, so to speak. Um, but they they did this and um they did this without the permission of any of the the wrestlers themselves the 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 marketing for the girls matches were with those wordings and cr our our top heavy girls get rough and tumble or what have you but in the same dvd or the same release they would talk about the guys matches just as normal you know we're having bob yeah. versus steve and yep. hard-hitting brawlers or what have you um so luffy still reached out to the company um and said hey what the hell is this you know y'all need to stop this and she was told even if they wanted to they couldn't because they had sold the rights and you know it was no big Deal. And
0: CZW gave out the most weird, blanketed statement ever that should not have been put out. And, and that that received a ton of backlash from fans, you know, F bombs, not going to shows anymore, FDJ Hyde, uh, this, that, and the third. And I, I I'm on the side of I'm on because the weird thing about it is when you sell rights like that, it's no longer in the hands of the parent company of CZW. It's in, the, it's in the hands of that company that's putting out the DVDs and putting out the videos. But to me, it's still wrong, period. By branding it the top heavy hitters and all the names of what you say there. Because women nowadays are working hard to have a place on the table of professional wrestling. And and you know many years ago... Listening from a clip of a podcast, women were side attractions up until probably about late 90s or so. And still, that was a fight from then. And now, from 2013 to 15, WWE said, we're going to have a women's revolution. And they keep doing it many, many times and failed at it. But on the outside, you have Impact Wrestling, who had knockouts. You had Ring of Honor, who had Women of Honor, which faltered a little bit in controversy. Um there's some other companies that employed females aew which is slowly 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 uh rising along with their females so it's still a tough battle for women wrestlers to have that place at the table where guys can uh, most of guys and females come to shows and say i'm gonna see this female i'm gonna see that female and that's why i, I enjoy women's wrestling because i want to see women rise up and make main events and uh become groundbreaking. Now, in WWE, women main-evented WrestleMania, but that was a bit of a, a farce in itself with controversy and time and things of that nature. So it didn't pop off that well. And I have spoken to Mika about this, saying that um, the WWE women's matches, whenever they try to make a breakthrough, looks good on paper, but for some reason, the execution, it falls flat. And yet, I still cheer on and hope for the best and hope for this, that, and the third. So,
1: We all hope for the best, but it's hard to hope for the best when you have CZW, which is a company that, as far as independents go, a lot of talented performers, both male and female, have worked for. When they they give a statement, You, you said it was the worst statement ever. Their statement is... Two years ago, CZW entered into a licensing agreement with a national media distributor to license CZW and WSU footage. Is that the press release? Yes. I mean the
0: tweet, excuse me.
1: Yeah. That company has the right to utilize the footage without limitation. They have repackaged and renamed shows as it is their right to do. Our athletes, regardless of gender, are just that, athlete, whom we are proud of and appreciate. We stand behind the in-ring action of all our footage.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't that press release statement they put out. It was what they put out on Twitter that was that was terrible. So the press release was more business than the tweet that they put out. Now, there was like text. Here's some. There was like text messages that were uh that was coming out. Uh, but I think it was the fist or somebody else. And one of the lines up there that they put out was um. And excuse my language if I knew I could fuck you, I could put you on the show. I'm paraphrasing. Uh,
1: okay. And that was
0: such a dirty, rotten statement. So, yeah, that, that wasn't a,
1: a statement. That was a, a actual text. Um, that, yes,
0: it was. Excuse me.
1: Um, so, I guess I'm just dirty laundry girl today. It is. I gotta go get the tide. It has been rumored. It has been said. Um, by female performers now especially that the current owner of CZW DJ Hyde yes. um basically would not consider you um being booked for his show being booked on his show on for CZW or WSU unless he wanted to Have intercourse. have intercourse with you. If he didn't think you were hot, or if he could bang you, you didn't get the booking. Call it sexual harassment, call it call it what you want. That's what has been said. Um, and so now with this CZW, the way these 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 shows have come across, how now all of these women who, you know, literally have bled for this company, um how their their body of work is being um, marketed, being less than an athlete, less than a performer, to be reduced to what the old WWE divas were, which was tits and ass. Pardon my French. Pretty much. Um. That's not just a slap in the face for these women. Uh, a lot of them who are super successful super proud of the work they've done um, in these companies and elsewhere but it's a slap in the face for even in the WWE women where you uh, these ladies have all worked hard um, to main event screw the time screw whatever you want to call it it's the fact that they got it happening it was forced to happen because there was no way you could deny it you know you you had to do it because you had to give the people what they wanted these women um, the, the divas or whatever the evolution the revol- women's revolution in WWE it was a, a point where it had to happen where fans people who were putting butts in seats paying money we were tired of like hey I can't keep going to the bathroom with these girls I want to see them wrestle. Yeah, us let's, let's make this happen. So to have these women in the independence, um, who a lot of them, you know, maybe could be WWE stars, could move onto WWE. A lot of the girls that you see, your Beckys, your Baileys, um, your Sashas, these are women who came from the independence. You, people forget that they were out here on the roads. But to have the body of work, to have these women reduced to just, you know, literally tits and ass is a slap in the face for women everywhere in the wrestling business. And Lufisto has every right. Every woman who's spoken up so far, and there's a lot of them, I'm sorry, I'm scratching. Uh, every woman who's spoken up so far, <laughs> shut up, who, who's upset, they have a right to be. And it is, it is distasteful. I kind of spoke to a male promoter uh, and booker about this and asked him his stance. And he he told me that, you know, he understands where the company from the company standpoint, where the company goes and they would sell to Mm -hmm. a third party. He says, but also the company did not do right by their statement, where if you have a talent, and let's be honest, Lufisto is a talent, yes, she is. Um, if you have a talent, reach out to you and tell you and, and speak to you and, and try to gauge you to um gauge to help to, to see what you can do to fix this problem and to kind of blow her off, like they did, he's like, That's a problem. He said, like, You can't do business because you're going to lose not just your girls in your locker room you're going to lose your guys too because that shows that you don't have respect for workers in general doesn't matter the sex of the worker it shows that you don't care about the people who are literally going to get into your ring and and bust their butts and and risk their lives to entertain your 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 crowd your group so (laughs) that is a problem and i was like there we go Again, I understand from a business standpoint selling your your shows. Oh goodness! Um, everybody does.
0: Even Joy Janella went in on them, right? And uh, solo solo darling, I forget this. I forget to say uh, solo darling because I love her. She went in on too, but she she just went like in a comedic type in, in type. a solo
1: darling type way.
0: Yes, she's so sweet. Um. Anyway, a lot
1: of women have wrestled for WSU. WSU. Has a, a, a stacked roster of women, um, Lufisto. Of yeah, pardon the pun. Lufisto has fought men, in yes. in, in in CZW, she's one of she's a of first only. too. Uh, I can't think of who other women would be right now, but the fact that it's not just like oh a couple of names you never heard of, you've heard of these names like Priscilla Kelly has worked WSU, Kiara Hogan has worked WSU, Kiara Hogan. Um, uh, Aja Pereira, Aja Smith, um, WWE referee, first African American female referee, has worked WSU. Uh,
0: Kennedy Brink, Jesse Kay.
1: Has worked WSU. So there's a, a ton of people who you know um, and who are known who've worked this promotion. So it's not like a. Ember Moon. Ember Moon has worked WSU. Again, the names, yes. the 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 notable names go on and on and on. So again, to have, uh, to have the blatant disregard—that's yes. what it is. It is it's just the too much.
0: It's one of the premier. It's one of the premier women's companies of the United States that can uh, rise up and come on. I mean, you have your shimmer, you have shine. Um, Shimmer shine.
1: Shimmer shine. I'm...
0: There's a couple of other ones out there. Um, I can't I can't name them off my head, but you know what I mean about that. And women rise. Rise, yes. Women has such a hard and difficult time to make themselves uh, known in this world, and and it sucks because women because wrestling is still quote unquote a man's sport it's as they put it out. boys
1: club.
0: Yes, it is, and. My thing is that, though, that there's some women that out, out there that can have matches with men. You know, you seen ta- every
1: last one of them can. They train with dudes. The, That's the point. Exactly.
0: I mean, I'm talking about having matches and having the solid up to down match, like solid matches. I'm not talking about you to have any old match. I'm talking about the ones where you pay money to go see, you want to see that match happen. And, you know, because we've seen it many times with Sammy Callahan and uh, Tessa yeah. Blanchard. And, Work for WSU yeah that's another one so it is it, that um you know for for things like that with the parent company of CZW and the uh company I don't know what its name is it sets it sets women back inherently for about a number of notches to do that now it gets to the point where WSU may not see uh exist unless they seek new management
1: that's not gonna happen they're, no. they're not going to seek new management. Um, and the, the, the fact of the matter is, right now, CZW, before hiatus, was a little bit shaky. So, For this, a while is, now. this is not helping its brand. Honestly, so, here's the thing in wrestling where people have egos. Um, it kills, too. And it's promoters, it's bookers, it's wrestlers themselves. Nobody wants to say... When they've gotten screwed when they've gotten um, taken advantage of for their lack of business practicality Mm -hmm. whoever this national media distribution company is came in wrote a check and it was probably more than you know a few DVD sales and DJ Hyde signed a contract with them, gave them the rights and all this other legal stuff, did not read fine print. And probably when he made the phone call and said, hey, what's this uh, this ad copy? That's uh-huh. when they shot a lawyer over at him and said, hey, we own your stuff. We can say what we want to say. Shut up or we'll sue you.
0: And that's, and that's how I say with a lot of things in entertainment, like you can, you can get, uh, excuse my language, you can get fucked any way you, you, left you right. would right. left, left on right in right between. Yeah. Six ways from Sunday. You know, when people dangle that money out there, and say, hey, I got something right here, but you have to sign this. And if you're if you are in the negative when it comes to money or in the low and you need that money, chances are with a lot of people, you do anything to get that money and sign that dotted line. Whatever they say you sell, you sold to the devil, so you sold uh sold to heaven, whatever it is, you get the money, it's in your pocket, you move on. Stimulus checks, I say the same thing about that. We're gonna pay for it in the back end somewhere. Even Stay though it, away from my back end.
1: Okay, I had to.
0: I had to take a look.
1: Stop okay.
0: it. Okay. Um but anyway, no, that's not. <laughs> so anyway, you know, there's a second one that's coming out with the government, but you know, that's that's political. Um so But it was a
1: bad it was a it was a great business decision. Horrible but horrible terms. The terms of business did not benefit the business. Had a simple rework of the contract going, you know. We or at least the titling
0: of the DVDs.
1: Again, they didn't write the title of the DVDs. I guarantee you. Don't no, talk about the parent company. I'm. I'm the parent company. The people who bought this was the, the distributor. This distribution. distribution company. company. They renamed this stuff. CCW, right? But again, if CCW had a lawyer, a retainer, or somebody who they could have legal zoomed. And paid the money for and had them just do a simple edit i guarantee you if they had taken out the this uh tweet that i read is literally legalese that was probably in that contract if they had taken out that we have the right to rename or repackage if they had taken that out then we would not be having this conversation because czw could have made a phone call and said hey I need you to cease and desist of this brand of marketing our females. But again, bad business decision as far as not having a lawyer to read over these things and to advise you properly has led to where we are now.
0: Again, it's not only DJ high, but it's people that are
1: bookers. Well,
0: I'm saying I'm saying with a lot of people like when they're in the negative and people dang it, that care of the money in your face and you could do a lot with that money then it's like okay I'll do this that and the third advance my career whatever take that you do what you want to do buy and that's what it is and they get buyer's remorse for that but with the title of these DVDs with the women I won't be buying them because I believe the women are more than that and I've said this in a uh, statement if you want to see women spill their assets go to a strip club but if you want to see wrestling you go see wrestling. Preach. And honestly, and I tweeted that too. And honestly, there have been shows, women's wrestling shows, especially in Kate, where, you know, guys are in the crowd say, take your top off. And literally, if I wasn't who I am, I would slap the shit out of them for that. Because Most of the
1: time, a good turnaround and a stare down will shut them down.
0: Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I mean, you know, um, and I am who I am, and I will still shut them down. And I'm not, and, and I'm a hetero guy t- saying all this, and that doesn't make me any less of a man. But I'm like, look, if I want a woman to spill their assets, I either I go to a strip club, or if, if they are available to uh, quote unquote be with, then that's what it is. But I'm not, I don't want to see that in the ring. I don't. It's not for the ring. We had that with the Attitude Era back in 98, 99. It's who, over who, now.
1: Who these people are marketing to. They're not marketing to wrestling fans, they're they're marketing to people with a certain sleeves. Yes, that's a good way to put it. People with a certain sleeves. Well,
0: mind you, we were at WrestleKate last year, and they had like a big booth of women. I think mud wrestling or oil wrestling, and they were getting one of the biggest turnouts of all the booths. So
1: I am not gonna talk negatively because I signed the up. The people for were
0: that. cool. <laughs> no, the people are cool. No, no,
1: I, I know I know one of the guys who's putting that on and he actually is not he's not a creeper. Um, he's a very decent, solid guy. He actually loves wrestling and respects it and respects women's wrestling too. It's that there is a market for this particular brand of entertainment. I won't call it wrestling because it's entertainment what these girls
0: are doing. So, so it's apartment right. wrestling. What's apartment wrestling? Oh, you never seen those ask for apartment wrestling where two women are in two-piece bikinis and they just wrestle in, in apartments? No. Um, it's not my kink. <laughs> so it's, no, it's, look, it's not mine either, but it's very cringeworthy because you look at it and it's like, okay, they're not going to be doing uh, chokeholds and arm bars. It's just wrestling in bikinis and assets will eventually spill out.
1: Uh, but, again, that is that's that is clearly a kink, and that is a kink that's out there. I know that's a kink out there, you know, like. And so, again, you're marketing to these people because they're spending money on their particular kink. So why not get them to spend money on your kink in a professional manner? I get it. I understand. It's a business move. But, again, CZW... Did this, and they're not getting any extra money out of this. No, Like, not. I don't even want to say it'd be a, a better thing if they were, because it's just bad in general. But if there was a, if there was a saving grace, it'd be like, okay, we at least get X amount of dollars for DVDs spent or bought with this. No, they got a drop, low price, bottom basement, damn no check. residuals, and that was it. So. It, it, not only are the women getting screwed, but CCW is getting screwed too. There it is.
0: So, being that we got off that subject, uh, ooh, right, that's not a good word to say. Be- being that we're going to uh, segue from this subject to the main event, and uh, you know, Mika had pretty much plenty to say. And This was a national subject. And I, I titled it this way, and you know what the subject is once I say it Jim Cornette versus pregnancies in wrestling. Now, this all started with the news that everybody knows, which I will say, congratulations to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins for uh, having. Oh, uh, well, congratulations,
1: ev- Seth. He ain't doing no work. She got nine months of work to do. What is she
0: going to say? She's the man she got herself pregnant? I mean, I mean, she could have. Okay, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not stepping on that one. But congratulations on their bundle of joy, which will be coming in a number of, in the coming months. Um, I was very, very congratulatory of this. The only thing I didn't like personally was uh, the whole thing with Oscar getting into the ring and being given the women's championship. But that's a wrestling thing for me. But off of a recent podcast uh jim Cornette. you know like um i would say in sensational speaking or ghetto speaking that jim Cornette to me is the uncle that you have over at family functions that will talk out of his mouth and you just say oh that, yeah, that's good you can keep him in the corner and he'll say almost anything that comes out and i am i am in a, um in a Uh, An occasional acquaintance of Jim Cornette, you know, funny guy, hilarious. Sometimes he can come off uh, really rough. Sometimes he'll have points that actually make sense. But this one, he just went, he went off the deep end on some of the things that he said. I mean, equating a pregnancy to breaking your leg in the ring.
1: Jim Cornette.
0: Like I said, he's the uncle. He's that old uncle that you have that you just... He's just there at the family. He's just there at the family functions.
1: I, we, we started off and we were talking about bullies and bad people, and I feel like maybe I got a little bit, a little bit on the rough side. And Jim Cornette just brings out the ugly in me because we talked about wrestling being an old you you call it a all guys thing. I call it the old, the old boys club. And Jim Cornette is a card-carrying pillar of the old boys club. And he proves it every time he opens his mouth and gives his opinion. His opinion is his opinion. He has done things... He has some
0: business. facts in his his statements, His though.
1: opinions are his opinions. He has done things in his business that cannot be questioned at this point. Because... We live in a day and age now where there is video and we can go back and look. And now back in his dinosauric days, there was just word of mouth. That's a lot of what it was back in his day. So now this old man is equating Becky getting pregnant saying it's preventable. It's controllable. If I was Vince, I'd be pissed off and be like, what the hell? Basically, he's saying the cash cow no went and got herself knocked up. How dare she? I'm paraphrasing. He didn't call the woman a cow, but that is... Oh, what, boy, if you said that. <laughs> that is what his equivalency in old man speak is. His thing is, it was avoidable. She could have waited. Or First of all, I don't know. I don't think he has kids. No. Maybe he's never had sex. He doesn't understand how these things work, <laughs> or maybe he heard about you know birth control back in the day, uh, and, and or you know I don't know what they did, but understand for anybody who is not smart on this thing, birth control is not a hundred percent effective. Guess what? Stuff happens. If the girl was taking a pill, if she had a thing in her arm, it does not matter. Something happened. And that little bitty sperm got to the egg and here we are. So, it's neither here nor there. She might not have been trying to get knocked up. We don't know that they were trying.
0: But they were in love, so I would think that it would...
1: They were having sex, yes. Absolutely they were having sex. Were they having sex to procreate my opinion, mm, I, probably not. They I were just—they were probably just doing it to do it. Cause, damn it, I'd do Becky. I'm sorry. Just cause she hot Seth from his last girl, that's a upgrade. So yes, absolutely. Seth. Wait,
0: you wouldn't do Seth? His man bun and his messiah <laughs> gear.
1: For. <laughs> Only the white pay-per-view gear. <laughs> he don't got that. He ain't got nothing. Uh, His
0: CrossFit uh, Jesus abs. CrossFit
1: Jesus. Don't do it for me. He too hairy. He looks like a little Chia Pet. Anyway. Well, he's Latin. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, him saying, oh, they could have avoided this or whatever. He, he he fell short of saying she could have got it fixed. Um, oh uh, He fell short of it. Mm. But, again... His wording, his thinking, I think he caught himself. Just listening to what I listened to with you earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to him stop gap and stop pause as he's talking because even in his own mind, I think he understood that he was wrong, but he was so ready to die on that hill. He was just gonna keep being wrong. Cause he repeated himself a bunch of stuff that he said about oh, this is avoidable. This is she could have just waited. Becky Lynch is 33 years old. I, again, I don't know what he knows in his old age, but women don't keep having babies at 65 like a man could. At a certain point, the body says, ha, you are done here, girlfriend. Or your day is over. Secondly, even as a young woman, it's not necessarily guaranteed that she's going to be able to have a child.
0: Well, let's not go there. It's true. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm wishing. I'm wishing. No, Becky no, no, no.
1: Not wishing. I'm saying that she could have had difficulties having uh, getting pregnant in general. That there could be some internal, let's call it, pipage that would not lead to her being able to easily have a child or to get pregnant. Oh, I that know about happens. it firsthand. So him being all up in her reproductive system, saying, "Oh, she could have waited." you don't know what's happening in that girl's ovaries you don't know if she had the option of waiting you don't know if this was something that they were like yo it wasn't supposed to happen you don't know that so him opening his mouth as a man and saying she could have did this and it's like getting uh, uh, one of the boys breaking his leg on purpose is the most absolute ridiculous thing i've heard in a long time and i hear a lot of stupid stuff all the time
0: well personally when he said the breaking the leg line i said he could just said like somebody just walk away while they're hot in the business and it would have just been less painful to, for him to say that and i look at this on many different ways number one her body's her body if she, if she wants to be pregnant she can be pregnant there's alternatives to that if she don't want to be pregnant number two she and seth are in love about to be married soon um, it did not
1: matter if she wasn't in love it doesn't matter if we didn't know who her baby daddy was if she had a one night stand it's the fact that this is this girl's choice and prerogative why to you do you think was, it was number
0: one huh why do you think I said that was number one
1: but I'm just saying it doesn't matter that they were in love that's irrelevant to the point yeah it takes two to tangle but it doesn't matter if she wants to have a baby in any industry if you want to have a child you go have a child. You do what you want to do.
0: Now, now, part of that. This is this is why I was breaking this down in so many sections. Number one, and we all, and most of us, if not all, should keep it at number one. Her body, what she want to do is what she want to do. She embracing it. We should embrace it with her. A little, little last, little man or a little. Uh, the kid. A, a little. It's so uh, gonna be a
1: little leather jacket with the kid on the back.
0: What? What is it? Uh, what is Seth Rollins? Lopez. Um, no, 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 no! I'm talking about uh, Messiah. No, before that, the King, Kingslayer, Kingslayer would come out, burn it down as he walks out there. Oh
1: God! Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said that. I said that. I was like, you know, theme music, burn it down. Here's the baby.
1: Let's hope not. But that no, horrendously funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it would, but as a business standpoint. I was there. I was like, okay, I understand that part. Because Becky was not hot until about a year or so ago. Now, I like Becky Lynch ever since NXT. Even that Riverdance gimmick that she had. And when she came out, uh, as far as the uh, quote-unquote women's revolution in 2015, I was, I was a Becky. I was a Becky compared to the Sasha's and compared to the Charlotte's. I was... I like Becky. The steampunk. The, uh, I, I love the blue gear that she had at one point. Um, so it didn't work out. I don't know what it was. in management creative. She was losing all the time. She was winning the belt. Then she would lose it. Then she went away and did movies. Came back. Lost to Charlotte. And then that's when the man came out. She turned on Charlotte. And sadly enough, she was trying to be a heel. And it did not work with the crowd. Because the crowd was in- through with Charlotte. So she started doing promos. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Crowd started building with her. Next you know, the uh, the matchup with her and Ronda Rousey. Uh, beating Ronda Rousey up in the in the uh, in the locker room. Then she got that punch from Nia Jax. Walking away in the crowd with that bloody nose and concussion. Everybody was ready for Survivor Series, hated Nia Jax because they put her out of action. And it and it helped build up to WrestleMania. And on and on and on and on and on, she just kept getting fanfare. People were wearing the man uh, shirts. People got the man signs in the crowd, Royal Rumble. And it built up to that point where the man won both belts. She was Becky Two Belts. That's what That was the zenith of her rise of being the man. And after that, she was top woman. She was a muscle and fitness magazine, and she was doing everything. I only see it as far as business because Becky was not hot for until about a year or so ago. Um, Charlotte has been hot ever since she hit the main roster. She's been going back and forth with Sasha Banks with the Raw Women's Championship, just Ric Flairing female herself all over the thing. And she, the thing about Charlotte is she her name never gets worn out. Is she's a champion or she's not a champion? She is hot all the time, whether we like it or whether we don't. She's on cricket commercials; they're getting replayed over. She has her engagement; everybody knows Andrade, and she and she has her match with um, with uh, uh, Rhea Ripley at Quarantine Mania. So she's hot all the time. Now, for me, with being with Becky Lynch, I wanted her to knock Charlotte off her perch and be the man as well as the woman in wrestling. But again, it's her body. She wants to do what she wants to do. How
1: is Becky getting pregnant not even good for business? Let me tell you how it's good for business.
0: Family, family, family uh, venture. I can't say it. The family part and the PG part of Becky having a child, just like. Uh, Brian Danielson having a baby and Brie Bella and they have the Total Divas show. It did well for them. Now, you take Total Divas out, you take all that side stuff out. Let's just call it what it is with wrestling. She's going to be out. What they
1: do is not wrestling. It's entertainment. Force entertainment. As an entertainer, she is pregnant as an entertainer she can still contribute to the brand she can still do all these things she can go do magazine covers she can still do movies to a certain point as long as she's not doing stunts or whatever there's nothing that she does in the entertainment field that she could not do in her pregnant state and still bring in a ton of publicity money if we were selling tickets butts in seats to come see the pregnant girl she could sit backstage she could sit ringside she could do promos she could do commentary business is going to be fine business in this aspect actually saying that she's pregnant and not hurt like stupid ass wanted to say well
0: don't don't equate me to that
1: not you i'm talking about Cornette. but i'm
0: saying that if it wasn't for the pandemic and the no shows which by the way wwe are going to have people come to their shows now with florida opening up from what the recent news i was hearing um but like i was saying i was taking everything out as far as the ring just the ring period so when i when i was saying that i was saying like it reminds me of old Kanye West line. He's like, "Don't leave while you're hot." That's why Mace screwed up. And same thing with rapper Mace. He was so hot in '98 that he left and, and messed his career up. He never had a comeback after that. So, so when I when I when I got that from Becky, the only thing that negates the business part about this conversation is what you said. The body, the body is a funny thing. One day you can be pregnant while you're active duty, and the and and. The other scenario, she could be retired at 38, 39 and said, I want to have a kid, and it doesn't work out. So it happened to Awesome Kong. Uh, she was in WWE for a spell. I was, and honestly making you laugh when I say this, I was foaming at the mouth when she was making the roster Had about one or two appearances.
1: Because we wanted her to kill a Bella.
0: One or two appearances, then I'm pregnant. What the? and But... Internally, we were glad. We was like, okay, have your baby, one healthy baby, and we want you to come back and kick ass again. Something happened. The baby, that
1: it, it didn't,
0: it, it didn't happen, and we just never saw her again until uh, uh, another run in Impact, and now she's on Glow, and, and it's a very successful Netflix show. So things like that happen. So if anybody wants to say Shinblade saying this about Becky Lynch, don't say that. I'm looking at it from a business standpoint, but again. The body is the body. you are who you are and you want what you want.
1: So one of the, the things that people just because it's not a, a huge no known no. And
0: also money doesn't run everything. and I learned that through a lot of people.
1: is that as a woman in the wrestling business, as an actual wrestler, as a sports entertainer, or what have you, there's not a lot of women who have come back from having a baby. Um, but there are women who have done it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: people don't recognize them for it. Um, Taryn Terrell had a baby and came back. And I Tiana, forgot about her. Uh-huh. Madison Rain. Oh, yeah. Had a baby and came back. Angelina Love had a baby and came back. Oscar mm-hmm. um, is a mother. I knew it. Oscar is a mother. And people don't realize that. Um, it's not a known, known, known. But the the fact of the matter is, there are women who have had their babies and come back to a huge measure of success. Um, I'm gonna get Trish. Trish. Um, uh, Trish didn't come back to a full schedule. I mean, Trish, she's Trish,
0: still, she still could work.
1: Trish can still work, but she...
0: She's more of a yogi now.
1: I, I don't consider Trish coming back from pregnancy Yes, she did not come back to wrestling. Trish came back to do some wrestling, but she didn't come back to a full schedule. the The women I, I talk about have all come back to full time wrestling, not just Mickey James, mother okay, that's the with a baby. Um, full. Maurice did not come back to a full schedule. Trish and Maurice are in the same boat. Maurice didn't come back to a full schedule but she's had a baby and she's come back to wrestle some. She has? Yes. Her and um, Mia's tag teamed against Bree and whatever. Brian and Brian Hamson. Oh, oh!
0: I thought you talking about now. Okay. I mean, they they, they had After that the run. I, yeah, they yeah. had that first run. I remember that.
1: Bree Bella came back to, to do some run. But again, yeah, not full, I don't consider, I, I'm not discounting Trish um, or even the other ladies or whatever, but they didn't come back to full schedules of wrestling um, they didn't come back to literally not miss a step or to pick up some steps after they had their babies and got into the ring. All these other women, like, literally, if you didn't know, you'd be like, oh, she was just going for a little while and she's back and she's good. and She's this, she's that. Like,
0: And, and plus, having a baby is not like having a pet either. I mean, it's like maintenance 24-7. No, maintenance 24-7 for the baby. I mean, you got to make sure the baby's okay. You, nowadays, you can't leave your baby with everybody everything. It, There's it, where Seth gets to be the man. Wow. There was a joke that I saw on social media saying wow. that uh, Becky was a second Irish person that Seth screwed out of the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, uh yeah. But, you know, it was just something that you just laugh, drop off, and then move on. But, but, but it's,
1: it's, it's a possibility, especially considering... Let's be honest. Becky and Seth aren't hurting for funds, for money. Um, they can afford to, let's say... Well, well Seth, is,
0: from, Seth is one of the top earners in the company. But,
1: but let's say nine months from now, when Becky's ready to come back, she wants to come back. Like, how would they do that? Is she can bring a baby on the... Guess what? WWE is going to help make a way. If they put Seth on Monday nights and Becky's on Friday nights, guess what? Who's with the baby? Friday is Seth. Monday is mommy.
0: Especially now, there's not a lot of travel because everything is done in Florida. But even
1: if if back so. we, we 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 reset to the to the quote unquote real world, it's possible. Mickey James mm. was working a WWE schedule where her husband Nick Aldis was working an NWA schedule.
0: Yeah. No, no, I am just trying to think. I'm not saying, I'm not, no. not disagreeing with you because but, I know Donovan pretty well.
1: Yes, but again, this kid had his parents watching him in respective times while mommy was on the road, daddy was, daddy sitting. Daddy's on the road, mommy was mommy's. By square. the way,
0: we forgot one, but this is mostly part-time. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix.
1: Again, I, I say full schedule of wrestling.
0: Okay, like, but but I just want to put Beth
1: that is a, there. Beth is a, Beth is a parent. Have you
0: seen the Edge special? I didn't
1: see the special. Oh, my
0: God. But right? again. Edge was playing the dad at
1: home. I mean, he has to. With it's the
0: girls. So what is it? It was so sweet. Oh, God,
1: Lord, help me.
0: Anyway, you don't like Edge? I
1: don't dislike Edge, but I'm just saying. I'm,
0: you I'm see thinking, the rated R superstar to being the dad?
1: I'm. Oh, uh, <laughs> how the mighty are falling.
0: <laughs> like, uh, can, you, can you imagine his daughter's Google live sex celebration know. that Edge did we and he has to explain keep that? Keep them
1: kids away from the
0: internet. Uh, <laughs> Especially uh, Triple H's kids uh, Googling Katie Vick.
1: Steph is a parent. I mean, but we don't talk about that because, again, she didn't even do part-time wrestling. She just did some wrestling. But I'm um, talking about back I gotta, to... I got to
0: go to that subject one day. Yeah. Things that uh, wrestlers don't want their children to Google on. <laughs> <laughs> My career. <laughs>
1: just don't do it. But like, Let's be lucky that Val Venis don't have kids. Like, but, but Jim Cornette, again, and his old man in ways just said something that is totally, totally... Uh, Abhorrent is what it is, and he just needs to shut the hell up. I understand that he's doing this for the reactions, he's gotta be because I think that he's well, an idiot, but I don't think he's that damn stupid. Well,
0: you know, his show runs on the emails and tweets that people ask him questions and knowledge in the business. And this is why this is my thing about Jim Cornette. Although Jim Cornette can be controversial, he is also a historian by looking at his house and his addict and all the memorabilia that he need to has. I don't look
1: at any of his stuff. I, again, the man is an old. No, I'm not school, justifying anything. No, no, no. Wait, wait for it. He's an old school wrestling connoisseur and personality. What did they do back in the day? They carnied everybody. They carnied themselves, they carnied the fans, they carnied the bookers, they carnied the territory. He has not stopped carnying. And what do you do in his position? He wasn't a wrestler. His job was to manage, was to promote, was to get people over, was to make people basically hate his clients. He doesn't have a client now other than Jim Cornette. And what his business is now is... Putting himself out there to get reactions. How do you get reactions? By doing what he's done for the past eight hundred and fifty years, being a heel.
0: You think he's carnying people when it comes to Vince Russo when I you think, saw that dark side of the ring?
1: I think he's carnying the world still.
0: I'm talking about Vince Russo something. Uh, yes.
1: Kenny. Yes.
0: The way you saw him foaming at the mouth? Yes yes <laughs> I, he's I, honestly he's, out of everything i don't believe that is a Carney.
1: everything he's doing i i think is to get a, a reaction and it's working i i consider myself carny because i'm like this old man needs to sit down and shut up i respect him but he needs to sit down and shut up because it's stupid
0: here but again but but here's the thing i always said to me, Jim Cornette is that old uncle, that one old uncle that you have the family functions. That's a little crazy. Or he, like you say, the old soul be saying stuff out of his neck. But here's the thing about this is, this is the, this is the part that I find funny. Why it are people hanging on to Jim Cornette as if he is the end all and be all of wrestling? The same reason because we
1: hang on to Meltzer. The same reason we hang on to all the rest of them. Because there are names that we know, that we have grown to know, that do have a relationship and a knowledge more intimate into wrestling circles than the rest of us do.
0: Now, you have your Meltzers, you have your Rosses, you have your, and I will be honest with you. I listen to Jim Cornette, but for, for as far as like the guy, what I would think of, Jim Ross. Jim Ross talks about his experiences, who he likes, who he don't like, what he thinks he should do, what he thinks anything of no, excuse me. anything of that nature, I think of Jim Ross and what he says. I have a an acquaintance relationship with Jim Ross. He calls me by my name, which still shocks me to this day. But he he Jim Ross doesn't really to me have an agenda, except for being Jim Ross. And agenda, and it's not like uh, it's not like I'm saying I'm gonna say something negative so everybody can watch what I'm doing, so they can talk about what I'm doing.
1: But he has a character. But Jim, the man in the black hat, the barbecue sauce pushing person, Jim Ross's agenda is to be Jim Ross for the people. You have an agenda. Your agenda is to be Shinblade. Yes. I have an agenda. I'm to be Mika in this industry, in this business, in this entertainment field we all have an agenda we all have a purpose that there is something behind the curtain that we don't want people to see the wizard
0: but you don't but you don't do anything and everything to put out there say I can get more people if I change my hair color for this for this date over here or if I change my makeup to this for over here so pe- more people can like me you just say I do what I feel if people like me it's great if don't tough on them and that's the thing about that's what i like about myself is like look i'm gonna be this way if i inspire people i'm glad if i don't i failed maybe they'll see something positive and what it is that i put out but i'm not i'm not like and we go back to social media i'm not gonna carny myself to everybody to say oh Look at my page, like me, like what I put out and such, such, such. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm sure going to, would say you're not a good worker, then. He probably would. And I would say, I'm going to do me. I'm going to be as most organic as I can be. And I have done pretty and not bragging like that, but I've done pretty well to the point where people know who I am. They know where I'm coming from. They know my take on certain things. And and social media does not run me. It does not run me. I log off at a certain point. I get on at a certain point, and scroll whatever I see and get off. I'm not going to be that person where every controversy or subject that happens in wrestling, like, and then say something controversial on top of that in order for people to yay nay or in between.
1: Because that's not the brand that you build for yourself. That is the brand now that this man has.
0: Not that- like not like uh uh dump. Who always goes on Twitter at five o'clock in the morning and talks about such and such politician and such and such, such barking out on Twitter, all the time, and going golfing, and not having to wear a mask, nowadays.
1: Are and you talking about the Cheeto? Yes. Okay. Dumb. Nope. Mm-mm.
0: Okay, but. Anyway, but like we going back to the subject. Congratulations to Becky Lynch. Uh, may the baby be a very healthy baby. Um, to Hope me, that
1: last don't kick you from the inside too much, girl.
0: I was hoping that it's a last kicker, whether it be a boy or girl. I don't want it to be another uh, Messiah, or or with a man bun coming out saying burn it down," <sighs> having his own God. intro music coming out the. <laughs> <laughs> out the birth and now weighing in eight pounds oh ounces. my god look i don't mean to get all up in that in the obstetrics and the OBGYN, but if it comes out like that please give us a pg version of that video
1: no oh man i want the full raw
0: uncut no. mm. That you know what i like becky lynch but that's not something i want to see Mm-mm. i seen the miracle of birth no thank you just saying,
1: if, that, if that's how that kid coming out by no, all means, no, make it a pay per view, charge more than $9.99, That's all I'm telling you. Becky Lynch
0: only fans to see the birth of the kid.
1: She, no, she can't have an only fans. It's against her contract.
0: Well, yeah, that too. And that's why I said.
1: Make it a pay per view.
0: <laughs> you know, Vince Man would do it if he knew it would make money. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon he I, was I, I hear. I hear so many things about Vince man now, saying that he is done. That he just seems done, especially seeing him at Money in the Bank.
1: He looked fine. He's the man is seventy five or something. I don't know. Somewhere. Huh? He. But let's be honest. One, he doesn't look like anybody's great grandpa because he's still buff as hell, Vince.
0: No, his muscles a little atrophied in, in Money in the Bank. He's not as broad as he has been for the last twenty years.
1: Yeah, because he's. It looked like the
0: latch just went down.
1: Oh God. Anyway, the man's still Vince. I mean, you know, like him, love him, hate him, indifferent. This man has brought to us a lot of things we can talk about.
0: Especially Um, the the 25 words you can't say anymore in wrestling. I mean. There's a video on that that just came out today.
1: I'm going to have to watch that. But, I mean, it's Vince. It's Vince, and yes.
0: The man with giant grip He is
1: still holding on tight. Don't let his, you know, lack of youthful vigor um fool you <laughs> he still has a tight grip and grasp on everything you,
0: th- you still think he's a genetic jackhammer?
1: i don't want to know unless i can get paid for it and he like, i would need that money to scrub my brain okay mm-hmm. thanks but if he wanted to marry me and get rid of linda i would be a mcmahon i'd take i'd take that
0: you'd be more of a side checker. he ain't giving up linda
1: listen he can give up linda
0: Linda probably a- got him about a GoNads if they divorced.
1: Listen, Linda got money. Trump is taking care of her, <laughs> or whatever. We're I don't taking know. We care of Melania. She don't even go here. She's not American.
0: But anyway. then again, but then again, Linda's too old for Trump. Yeah. Anyway. But <laughs> oh, you did, you did, you did like that subject. I mean, not the subject, the uh, scene in money in the bank where AJ and Daniel Bryan was. I love that. That
1: that reminded me of like. I could see, put, make AJ and D. Brian, Steph and Shane. Imagine Steph and Shane wrestling around the house, and they wrestle in the dad's office, and dad's like,
0: "Get out!"
1: Right, and they go, ooh, ooh, You did it! No, you fix that! You fi-. that was like two kids getting caught, and then they go back out in the hall, and they start fighting again. I I loved it. It was campy. It was cute i'm not gonna harp
0: much on money in the bank though but I, but i you know it's again creative yes it was there but also it was hokey and it was corny uh number one the food fight that the girls and the guys mix it up with each other but there was a great uh kind of meme of shana shana baszler choking out ray mysterio um yeah, Paul Heyman was going to eat all that food. You know, food and wrestling just goes up in the air in people's faces. When I saw it, I was like, "No, yes. why are we going to mess Paulie up?" Mm-hmm. Then also, the most corniest segment of them all was Dana Brooke and a briefcase in the conference room. And
1: Stephanie coming in there going, Basically, "It wasn't
0: even coming in there." <laughs>
1: Basically, you idiot! Like uh, that's it, not the case. It
0: was and a it was a bad cutaway. Like like she was, they were never there together. Social
1: distancing. They just insert. The- hey, listen. Stephanie got kids at home and an empire to make sure she around for. I'm not mad at her. Stephanie we is still where, fit. We don't know where Dana Brooke has been. What kind of germs that girl got? I don't blame Steph.
0: Well, you'd be on Dana Brooke's side after you hear what Cornette said about her.
1: I honestly. It, ugh. Yeah. Ugh, it would take a miracle. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Dana Brooke at all.
0: Well, he said that, that he said that her face dead. looked like they burnt. Somebody set her on fire and took an axe to her face, and that's what it looks like now.
1: I just want to know why See, she still go. has a job. That's it.
0: I well, mean, Alicia Fox is still with WWE.
1: No, no. I mean, mm, I got words. Minority higher. Mm-hmm. What's Dana Brooks' excuse?
0: Uh, there's a number of people that I could still go on about that still have jobs, and the I, I would do a trade for talent that got released. I mean, the talent that got released can make more money than the people that's still hanging on. But that's another subject for another Dana day. Dana Brooks must
1: work for free. You remember how like back in the, the the trade times they were like Heath Slater was like on the they they didn't draft him to a show he just show up and he was like I'm not getting paid or whatever I'm here Dana Brooke must work
0: for free I, I swear Mika has a loaded gun
1: <laughs> what that was nice
0: Dana Brooke I questioned on NXT and I wanted her to be down there for like a year an extra year apart from being called in the main roster then she got called in the main roster it didn't work out for her they tried to put her in everywhere. Then her fiancé-slash-boyfriend passed away. And is that
1: a pity hire still? Let's
0: see. I'm not even going there.
1: I'm curious. I'm curious.
0: Um, Again,
1: listen. I'm not saying that she doesn't have some athletic prowess. But Dana Brooke
0: is in lips, the though. wrong
1: era of WWE women's wrestlers. She would have been a great diva in some sense. Of the well, see, just
0: see her in the DVDs on the side?
1: I, I mean, she could go put on a bikini, prance around the beach. She's got a nice body. Um, She could be a powerhouse. She could toss the little girls around. She'd be a great diva. Um, I, I don't see her as entertaining right now. And I don't see her as a wrestler. So unless she gets along with this this work that she's had done, a personality transplant. She's Landstorm without any of the talent.
0: If I can be serious for a minute. um.
1: I know. That's mean to me. I'm sorry. But again, I, I don't see.
0: Ooh, what right. is it? Shout out to Landstorm for liking one of my tweets that, that <laughs> I subtweeted for him. But no, I just. No, I'm a, I'm a fan of Landstorm, though. I too.
1: love Landstorm.
0: He's actually hilarious, though.
1: That's what I said. Lance without the talent.
0: Okay. But, anyway, um, the Money in the Bank match was so hokey. Uh, your your One of your good friends won it, Otis Dosevich. Oh, yeah. Uh, big hungry.
1: Uh, okay, so.
0: I, mean, w- I was salty about that, though.
1: So. Because
0: he won it. And he, to me, he's not a world title contender.
1: It's a waste. I don't know what they're going to do with that case. I'm interested. I've written my own way to get that case into proper hands. But, speaking of getting the case into his hands, he didn't climb the ladder. The case was fumbled to the ground. Comedy. After AJ clearly, was it AJ on the ladder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. AJ gonna... had control of the case. So, AJ and what's his face?
0: Band? Not Baron. Yeah.
1: Whoever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, had the case, they fought over it. AJ knocked him off the ladder. AJ had it; he fumbled it, but AJ had sole possession of the case. If they wanted to call the thing and say the two of them had possession, it could be co Money in the Bank winners or whatever. I'd be like, huh, okay, because they both had the case at the same time on the top of the ladder.
0: Wait a minute, how did AJ get out the grave and go into a Money in the Bank match?
1: uh the Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson dug him up and that's why they got fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no wonder because they were they were having momentum going into that graveyard match right. and they just got fired for Wait, digging him they up. They
1: got fired for digging him up.
0: <sighs> Undert- Undertaker still got stroke. Do let him should, fool you. Should, should we should we like him anymore since they dug up AJ back? I mean, they're there for life. Sex Ferguson and uh, and uh, whatever call <sighs> incident. Is. Sex
1: Ferguson. Uh, anyway. They're going uh,
0: honestly to me. They're going back to Japan. Yeah, it they, doesn't. They, they're gonna make all that. Money. It doesn't
1: matter where they go. They're talented guys, but yeah, like I, I, with a I hot was, Asian wife. With a hot Asian wife, I just don't understand the oldest thing. Like it, it makes absolute positive. Here's here's where I see the oldest thing going. By the way, I mean, here's my booking, y'all. I got a feeling. Um,
0: I gotta feel like I know this one.
1: Otis is feuding with Dolph Ziggler. Dolph challenges Otis for the case. Dolph wins the Money in Their Bank briefcase from Otis thanks to interference from Sonya, whatever her long ass last name Sony is. Sonia Deville? Yeah, yeah, Deville, not D-N-K-Y not, or whatever. Not, uh, or whatever <laughs> Daria Um, Whatever with Daria helping sexy him sexy
0: too though but you know
1: Dolph wins the case Dolph cashes in the case on who's the Smackdown champion right now
0: um wow
1: exactly
0: what uh, Braun and the
1: Fiend uh Braun, well, no it's still Braun Strowman Braun Fiend who's the other no,
0: one no Braun Braun is the champ
1: who's the Ross champ
0: uh McIntyre
1: oh no so yeah yeah
0: Dolph gonna <laughs> the case
1: cashes in on Smackdown Champ and that way The Fiend and who was Smackdown Champ? Braun Braun can feud without the title being in the play
0: I think putting The Fiend... Giving The Fiend the the championship was one of the worst things ever.
1: Whoa. Fiend doesn't have the championship right now, does he? No. No. Braun has it. Braun having the championship is the worst thing ever because Braun's supposed to be this big unstoppable monster. Number
0: one, that's a tainted WrestleMania. Honestly, if he won for Roman, Roman Reigns packing his bag and going home, that would have never happened. So, that was an audible, what I call that. Bad move, but it was an audible. Just like... Bill Goldberg winning the title in Saudi Arabia because he couldn't be beat by the fiend. I was like, why did you book him? Like, you could book so Goldberg in somewhere else. They didn't else.
1: book the fiend. They booked Bray Wyatt. Who that that, that that's that's so it, where the so, the,
0: so the, Mr. Rogers was in Saudi Arabia and lost the title.
1: Yes, that's where the gimmick comes in. He didn't fight the fiend. He fought Bray Wyatt. You want to see that Braun, tape again? Yeah, yeah. Braun didn't fight the fiend. He fought Bray Wyatt.
0: No, 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 no. You're talking about Braun Strowman. I'm talking about Goldberg. Oh, wow. i talking about when Goldberg won, it, he won in, in Saudi Arabia because he couldn't... He, he didn't want to look weak, and such, and such, such. I'm like, you could have booked him somewhere else. Yeah. But Braun beat Mr. Rogers, so it doesn't count. Right. But anyway... um. Anyway, Money in the Bank, in a nutshell, corny. Hokey. Um, Hokey. a good word. And I'm about to show Mika uh, Stampede, uh, the stampede match from... uh. Double nothing, AEW. So uh, we're gonna gonna get out of here. Calgary
1: wrestling, sweet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had so much more to talk about. Dark side of the ring. uh, We'll get into that later. We've been talking for a lot. So, um, by the way, if you want to catch me on social media, you can catch me at Sensational One on Twitter and Instagram. You can catch Mika Villas at Mika Villas, M-I-K-A-V like victory. I-L-L-A-S. Uh, that's
1: on all of your social and your medias, y'all.
0: Catch you on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. And with that being said, I am the Sensational One saying, be safe, be nice, be courteous.
1: Don't be Jim Cornette.
0: And don't be a dick. Bye. And I will say I want to, I want-